Welcome everybody to another episode of Float Your Boat. It's a wonderful day out there, Breddy Boy, isn't it? I could blow the dog off a bloody chain. Yeah, it's charming. It's it's cold, it's wet, it's windy. Very much like Bondi on a nice spring day. You wouldn't think it was a spring day, would you? No. So on a on a cold day like today, you'd be you'd be better off sporting a manly beard, wouldn't you? A manly – well, I can't even grow a non-manly beard. <laughs> no, you, know, you struggle to grow two hairs on your chin. I know, I know. It's, I'm, I'm jealous of the next, our next guest. Yes, our next guest. And who is he? His name's Jimmy Niggles. He can grow a beard. He can grow a beard. He can grow a beard. He'll tell the story, but basically it's um, advocating that everybody should get a skin check for melanomas. Or a beard. Or a beard. Well, that's part of the gig, isn't it, to grow a beard in the winter? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the way there, Brett, but... Uh, you started this morning and it's, you're, you look like <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> oh, speaking of Rumpelstiltskin, we should get him in. Or the goats that you so fondly have... They have good beards, don't they? They have Billy goats yeah, have good beards. They do they? indeed. A bit like Jimmy's. A bit like Jimmy's. I, I think uh, I think this is going to be a cracking yarn. I think so. Let's get him in. Let's get him in. to the Float Your Boat podcast about how everyday people created their road to success. The highs, the lows, pitfalls and potholes and how they overcame it all. And now, here are your hosts. He can grow a beard. He can grow a beard. So welcome to our studio, uh, Jimmy. Thank you. Do you Sp- get young Jimmy? Young Jimmy, sporting a, <laughs> a, a, a fine, fine set of manhood. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> for, the, for the listeners out there, it, it's a magnificent thing, you know. I have got a lovely bunch of coconut. There they are standing in the air. Big ones, small ones, some as big as your head. You give them a twist, the flick of the wrist, that's what the showman said. It's magnificent and it's above the waist. <laughs> yeah, radio is all about imagination, isn't it? It is, it is. So, uh, so uh, yeah, welcome to the studio. I was trying to think of where to start with your story because mm. um, lots of people know who you are these days. I'm, you know, being on the cover of Wentworth Courier is a big thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. In, in fact, that's how, we, that's how I contacted you. My wife said... This guy's awesome. You should try and get him on the podcast. So That's not exactly what she said. She said this guy looks like a pinup boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for the people out there that don't know your story, where can we start? So, tell us about your your mate Wes. That you you know how this all started. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I'm a country boy originally. Um, and I went to college in Canberra um, after school and um, we had a great group of mates there um, and one of them is, is, was Wes 
and uh, he's a country boy as well. And, you know, uh, unfortunately he had a little spot on his neck that he didn't realise was as bad as it was um, until it was too late. Um, and, yeah, at, um, at the age of 26 he passed away from melanoma. Um, yeah, which wasn't wasn't good. Which wasn't yeah. So you did you guys grow up together or sort of? No, nah, I just from college. Right, um, right. Yeah, but he was he's a great bloke, and you know it couldn't have happened to a, a, better, a nicer better. fellow. Yeah, it, it must have come. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, it's a, it's a terrible. It must have come as a shock. Oh yeah, it was. Just be like, we didn't realize that melanoma affected so many young people, and. Um, the, the most at risk are aged 18 to 45, which we had – we really? just thought it was like an old person thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, people – lizards lie on the beach all day. But, uh, yeah, it's a really indiscriminate killer and it's one of the most dangerous – deadliest cancers in the world. So, but Why is that, Wes? Uh, um, why did it happen to Wes? I mean, we, we've grown up with slip, slop, slap. Slop, slap. It sounds like a phrase when you say it like that. Slip, slap, slap. In the sun this summer, say. Slip, slap, slap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he never tanned or, you know, went out and baked in the sun. Uh, so, you know, that it was such a surprise. And, um, and yeah, it can crop up anywhere and it gets triggered by big burns and, um, you know, it can come up later and it can pop up in places that you don't even remember getting burnt. Like, yeah, it's well, weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's weird because um, I get my skin checked every year because we're involved in the surf club so we're on the beach a lot and I went and got my skin checked the other day, as a matter of fact, at the at the Coogee Skin Care Clinic so I hope I get a bit of payola for that. But... Um, <laughs> I he he's really thorough, and he found a spot on my the bottom of my big toe. Yeah, and I went, well, how could that be? I never have that in the sun. And he said, well, it's actually he's 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 not sure that it is a problem, but he said, you know, that that it wasn't there last time. So you need to keep an eye on that. Now, I mean, on your big toe. Yeah, yeah. No, I met yeah. a girl the other day. Her sister had one in her uterus. Really. So. <laughs> How you is know, that possible? Like, I, don't, I don't know. You know, it's, I mean, we're talking about a, a major. Uh, I mean, we're famous. Australia's famous for that, right? To having the, yeah, yeah. I, so, so it's it's quite. Uh, you said the age group is quite young, but w- w- what's the rate per hundred thousand people? Like, what's the per uh, thousand? Two in three Australians will get some form of skin cancer before, you know. Two out of three. Five. Yeah, apparently. So. And the death rate's about two and a half thousand a year, which wow. is pretty hectic. And it's actually, and surprisingly, in England, I saw the other day, it's the um, one of the biggest killers in cancer. So, like melanomas, mm. yeah, it's just it's just no good. And to see what happened to Wes, and like I've spoke to a lot of doctors who work in the area after after Wes passed away, and like it's just horrible what happens to your body after. When it gets hold of you, so mm. yeah, uh, yeah. So at his wake, we were like, "This is ridiculous. Uh, we need to do something." And we figured that um, no one was telling people to get skin checked. Um, 
we're doing really well in research and slip, slop, slap, like you said, no hat, no play. It's fantastic. Uh, but the missing piece we, th- we saw was that no one was telling people to go to a doctor and get a proper check and educate yourself as to what to look for. Mm. Um, and it's one of the most easy, to, well, most successful to treat cancers if it's found early out of anything. So, yeah, we, right. yeah, we thought it was crazy that no one was doing that. So, that we focused on that. So, so, when this happened, were you on a career path of something else? I mean, like what, what, what inspired you? To, you know, we know what inspired you, but, you know, were you like unemployed, hanging around, going, you no, know? No, like we, were all, we all had, you know, um, pretty you know, boardroom jobs and, um, yeah, like I, I've been working in advertising until three weeks ago um, mm-hmm. when I've just, I've just jumped into the charity now, um, which is scary and exciting. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, we all had kind of office jobs and different, like there was everyone from farmers to like mining people to like whatever in our, in our, in our group. And uh, yeah, we just decided let's grow beards. They'll, everyone will ask us why and uh, we'll use that as an opportunity to tell them about where's and encourage them to get a skin check. All my friends are bearded, you should know. Hashtag never shave, I let it grow. You have a shaved face, well, that's cute. But look what my bearded friends can do. Yeah, we stuck out a lot. <laughs> and um, yeah, after that first winter, well, I had seven people say that my beard saved their life. They got a check and found something which might have killed them. So Wow. Seven people out of how many would you think you would have approached? Oh, a- yeah, heaps. Oh, I kind of set myself the challenge to meet someone new every day and... And tell them. So what do you do? You creepily go up to people and say, <laughs> "Hey, surprise!" <laughs> like when you say you meet a new person, you you'd like do you purposely, you know, like is uh, it something you well, proactively? I I kind of um, went beard hunting. Right. So, so right. everyone with a beard, I just went up and said, "G'day, my name's Jimmy Niggles. Um, can I get a photo with you?" Um, I'm, I've been growing this because my friend died from melanoma and I want to encourage everyone to get a skin check. And um, that's the, kind of the line, I suppose, that I've been run, running for years now. And, um, yeah, it's super interesting putting yourself out there mm. to meet new people because, yeah, it's not many people do, do that in their everyday No, life. yeah, because it, especially in, in Sydney, for instance, people tend to ignore each other. But it, it's an interesting... Uh, it reminds me of the fact that word of mouth is everything, yeah. really. You know, because if you're encouraging that person, they go home and they say to to their their family, "I met this really weird, creepy guy," <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "Not want us to do a beard <laughs> check." And creepy. <laughs> well, you know, I've been called worse. Weird, though, not creepy. <laughs> well, he worked in advertising, so he must be weird. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. I, I just yeah. find that I, I I think that's a. a, a you know, coming from an advertising background, you would know that, you yeah. know, we're all on this this hyper race to be the best thing on social media, whereas really what you're doing is a very old-fashioned approach. Exactly, yeah. And it's all about those one-on-one chats and, um, you know, if um, if social media can amplify that and um, 
you know, if it's real, I suppose that's the main thing is it, it's real. And mm. um, if you're coming from, a, from that place, then it travels a lot further and hits home more. So, yeah. And it, it, it was interesting and, yeah, it still is. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I would assume that you're from the country. Whereabouts in, in Australia? Uh, Oberon, which is yep. just yeah. over the back yep. near the yeah. Geelong Caves. Yeah, two cats <laughs> and a dog out there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> nice part of the Very world. Very country. I'm yeah. good at going here. Yeah. Caves, yeah. 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 But, you know, you coming from the country, you would know that country folk are pretty, uh, you know, they're pretty resilient, so they're more likely to go, I don't need a bloody skin check. Exactly, mate. yeah. And that's... What we found, the, the most out of that age category, the most at risk are men. Just I think simply because they think they're bulletproof and they hardly go to a doctor if, you know, a bone sticking out of their arm, mm. let alone a little spot. Mm. Um, so and the reason why we grew beards was because they were so in your face, on your face. <laughs> um, and it was all about the commitment. And if we could get blokes to commit to doing that, for three months, um, then they could at least commit to get it, getting a skin check. And if they can tell their friends, you know, if they're um, growing a beard when they're playing footy or something, then the whole footy team will know about it. And, um, you know, there might be two or three people out of that group that will find something. And it kind of, kind you kind of need that push from your from your mates to um, to to go and do something like see a doctor. Mm. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's and it's it is all about that one on one reinforcement and yeah, simple encouragement. Mm. So, how many of you um, got together at uh, Wes's wake and oh. uh, decided to grow beards? Ah, oh, there was probably four or five of us still there. Uh, I'm the only idiot that kept going, uh, but uh, yeah, like there's a lot, a lot of us still do it now, and um, yeah, it's kind of good to see. Heaps more people jumping on board, and um, yeah, really inspiring to see people that you you know on the other side of the world, like Alaska or something. We had guys in Antarctica all growing mm. beards for winter a couple of years ago. It's um, yeah, it's really interesting to see how people get around it. So, so how, how does it work? How does your yeah. your call to action work? So, um, basically, one is. Um, Get a skin check with yep. your doctor or, um, or dermatolo- dermatologist. And then uh, every winter, um, grow your beard. Um, winter's the best time to get a skin check as well and a good time to have a beard, um, like today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then use your beard to tell as many people as you can to, to get a skin check. So you'll have your friends come up and go, what's going on? There, mate, and you can go. Well, this beard could save your life. When was your last skin check? You should do it. And um, that's basically it. Um, we originally um, wanted to just focus on that action, get, getting a skin check message, um, and so we haven't really raised funds. Um, but we've been a charity for the last five years now, and this year was the first year we opened it up for people to. To fundraise for us, and um, I, I find it kind of weird rattling the tin. I don't. There's a lot of charities out there to, mm. that just end up focusing all their energy on getting donations instead of what solving the problem. So, yeah, I 
I don't want to push that area too much, but focus on getting a check. Um, well, so. I, yeah, it's interesting. We uh, we interviewed a guy named Ryan Everton who runs a an organisation called Globlet, and in his interview, he's a not for profit, and in his interview, he said almost exactly the same as you. He said instead of sitting around trying to figure out how to go out there and get um, funds from people, try and figure out a solution and spend your time doing that. Um, yeah. And that'll be far more powerful ultimately than going with rattling the cup, as you say. Um, yeah. It's tricky because like the bigger you get, like you need, you need resources to be able to do stuff. And yeah, I suppose... My, I'm putting my, I've put my beard up for sale for a million dollars. So that's my <laughs> fundraising focus. But does that mean you have to sh- you'll have to shave yeah. it off and yeah. send it to someone? Yeah, well, uh, well the we... idea is that we're going to put it in a glass case intact in one piece. How, how will you be able to get <laughs> it off artwork. intact? Uh, well, we've, d- we've conducted uh, numerous experiments <laughs> um, and I can't detail the exact... Uh, Can't divulge the truth. Yeah, it's a copyrighted uh, process. (laughs) But uh, it does involve wig makers and um, a lot of hairspray. But, um, (laughs) mate, I've got to say, I've just realised, I've just realised how great your beard is because... I just noticed that you your shirt is unbuttoned to your navel, <laughs> and yet I couldn't see yeah. that through the beard. <laughs> yeah, when the beard's gone, I need a gold chain or something. Oh, you actually have hair on your chest as well. Yeah. I didn't notice. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm running on a three-button average these days. It's pretty. Uh, but uh, yeah. that obviously didn't take you. That didn't take you one winter to grow. That, no, that, this is eight years now. It's yeah, right. been long enough. I'm very much ready to. Um, to hand it on. So. But growing a beard in, in during winter, for some of us who are more manly than others, like my <laughs> compatriot over yeah. there. I was well, just thinking one either. winter's not enough for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> needs about ten winters to grow a few strands. You know, it's right. not going to work. It's not the size that matters, it's how you use it. Yeah, that's so. right. <laughs> yeah. You just got to wear it with purpose and that's... Uh, <laughs> George, by the time we finish this interview, his, his beard's going to be as long as you. <laughs> I just shaved this morning. You know, that's good. <laughs> the Greek thing, you know. Yeah. No, it's, sure it's, it's, it's. I think every every bloke's curious to see how they can how they can go in the in the beard department. So it's, it's definitely a challenge. It's definitely one of those things. Yeah, I, and, you know. And I've and I've noticed that beards give you these wonderful surprisingly different colours to the, the the colour you're used to. Oh on your yeah. Head. Everyone's you know. got a red, a bit of red, a bit of red, mm. bit of white. Bit of this, Salt bit of that. a bit of ranger in all of us, eh? <laughs> Which is interesting. So, so, Vikings. So, I, so I noticed in the story on the Wentworth Courier that you, you've actually connected with a lot of bloody famous people. Yeah, yeah. Because we were talking before about uh, having the nerve to go up to people, Cre- creepy. <laughs> creepy yeah, Jimmy. It's not, just, creepy not Jimmy Niggles, it's Creepy Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. I, like um, and it's interesting, like, um, you know, you might see someone and you've always wanted to meet them and if you don't, I don't know, if you don't say good day, then you might end up regretting that. Or you never know. You never know who you're going to meet at the end of the day. Yeah, so so you met Richard Branson. You put yourself in front of Richard. Yeah, it was Sir Richard. It was pretty. How did I you was, do that, mate? Yeah. So tell us. 
It was so weird. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with um, our mate Wes, who's probably around just orchestrating little scenarios every now and then. But uh, basically, yeah, Branson was in town. Um, someone told me he was at this hotel and said, get here quick. And, uh, and yeah, he just finished an interview and walked out of this room and um, he goes, okay, I'm just popping up. To, I was in the lobby and he, he had all these people in there and, uh, and I just was sitting there with them and he just came out and said, you know, I'm going to go upstairs, get changed, I'll come down and in 10 minutes and we'll go out to dinner. And I was just staring, like going, "Fuck, that was him." Oh, sorry. That's all right. No, that's all right. Okay. No, so that's fair enough. That's a typical reaction, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a fair enough response. Uh, yeah. Um, so invited because there's very few people in the world that really kind of blow your mind when when you see them for real. It's um, yeah, pretty amazing. Anyway, so he came back downstairs. So I was like, tw- 10 minutes, ten minutes." Okay. I have to do this. Like I'm here, he's there, i got to do this. And I've been like I try and uh, what's the word, manifest people that I want to to chat to or things I want to do. And uh, Yeah, so he came down the elevator, the doors open. He goes, all right, let's go. And um, while his people were getting up, I basically went, G'day, Sir Richard. <laughs> um, my name's Jimmy Niggles. I've been wanting to meet you for forever. Um, do you mind if we get a quick photo? He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. He's like, geez, that's a good beard. I'm like, thank you, you too. And uh, I said, yeah, I've um, been growing it ever since my friend passed away and everyone I meet, I challenge them to get a skin check. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I've had one of them before. And I said, yeah, you should. It's... Um, you know, super important and um, could save your life. Um, had a bit more of a chat and got the photo and then, uh, yeah, I'd, that was it. It was all over in a couple of minutes um, and I was – couldn't believe it all happened. And then <clears throat> a month and a half later, his office in London wrote to me saying, um, can he be an ambassador? Can we do an article in on virgin.com? And um, – I was like, yes, that'd be Fantastic. Good. <laughs> I, yeah. I couldn't imagine you refusing. <laughs> no, no. And he wrote an amazing article and said, you know, this is why I'll this is, this is explain why I've always had a beard and why I'll always have a beard from now on. And, um, and then the opportunity came up a bit later to go out to Necker Island for this um, kind of group event thing. And... Um, yeah, I went out there and the first thing he said was, thanks for introducing me to you. Thanks for introducing yourself to me in Sydney. I got a check and found a couple of things on my shoulder that I had no idea about. And that for me was one of the best moments of it's this fantastic. whole weird journey. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, he does look, he, he does look a bit cherry red, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Most of the time you think. <laughs> you think it's pretty hot out there yeah, at, uh, yeah, in the Caribbean. Island, you'd mm. think he'd need a checkup. Regularly, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'll be doing it now. He is, I think. So, yeah, it's um, it's good. And 
So what did you get up to over there? I mean, I'm just curious. Do, do, do you get around like a bunch of new bowls? And uh... <laughs> it's it's a bloody amazing place. And we were very lucky. It was we were the last group to go there before the um, hurricane came, and uh, it's just an amazing place he's built out there, and um, the conservation work that he does, and he's he's rebuilt this kind of flock of flamingos that was native to the area and there was only a few birds and now there's like hundreds of them so they're cruising around you know while the sun sets and um we got there and basically cocktail on the beach and he goes right i thought if i'm going to introduce you to this place i want you to see it properly so we're going to race around the island on these boats you ready Let's go, and ran to the to the catamaran, bring a bring a few people with him, and just set off into the, towards the uh, around the island. And we just looked at each other, going, "Is this for real?" Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, jumped on the catamaran and fanged after him, and raced around the island. And yeah, it was just he's an incredibly generous, genuine person. Um, yeah, and there was one moment in particular. Um, apart from the first one I was telling you about. But uh, w- I walked in and he was explaining how he was trying to get Nels- fly Nelson Mandela into Iraq to meet with Saddam Hussein and convince him to extradite himself from the country for the benefit of his people before America came in. And I was like, geez, that's, that's big. a whole nother level this yeah. guy's operating on. So... Yeah, and he just started as a dyslexic kid writing a little magazine. Pretty yeah, amazing. It pretty, it's amazing. So, so Wes has brought you, you know, closer to a lot of people like that, I guess. You yeah. Know, all because of Wes's misfortune, you know. Yeah. It's amazing, really. I, I, <laughs> I like, like I, I just don't want to hold back from any opportunity like that and um, I know he wouldn't have and... It kind of pisses me off that he doesn't get that opportunity. So, yeah, but I guess because uh, because of him, this this has happened. Otherwise, it probably wouldn't have. He'd probably be working in some dull advertising agency. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> being really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, selling instant coffee. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't even get us started on that. <laughs> 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 Nothing against Blend Forty Two. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no. No. Um, so what are and, you? Yeah, you never know. Anyone's life path can can bring them to strange and interesting places. So yeah. So what? So you know, I was going to say, what what's your hairy ass goals for the next few years? But I'll say, what's your hairy faced goals for? Yeah. The next well, few years? getting rid of this hairy face is my it's, number one priority at the moment. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I've been talking about this million dollar beard thing for for ages and I just need to knuckle down now and finally got the chance to jump in full time so yeah I'm just gonna go hell for leather after that and make sure we've got the right partners involved and um and basically what we do with that money after um I want to make sure is put to really really good use Mm. and um just in testament to everyone that's jumped on board for the last few years as well just to make sure that um the, the the organization is everything it should be so yeah because i've been just trying to cobble this together on my um, part-time mm. um 
for years now and it's it takes a lot of your time up and yeah so it'd be good to take it to a place where i can maybe hand it over to people and well that'd be that's always that's one of our well, one goals of your first well. candidates would be uh, richard branson uh, at the auction yes are you you going to auction the beard or you want to sell it for a million i want to well or, the, the or start the bids was... at, a, at a million dollars yeah exactly yeah oh, right. um but yeah the, the original idea was to sell it in one go to a person or an organization or something like that i just i just liked that idea everyone was talking about crowdfunding and stuff and i just um like we were saying before i just want to focus our broader message on getting a check and not give us your cash so um and hopefully i can make this beard an undeniable investment for someone and and the the movement that they're in jumping on board with so so if you've got a million dollars yep. tomorrow yeah how would you use it for uh for okay. the, you know um so there's kind of two branches to this um the first one is um action and basically that's uh, we've got this um, – I want to have a national skin check program similar to like the breast screening thing and, um, you know, the mobile blood bank. But I think it's a bit more reliant on, on partnerships. What we've found, we've been doing free skin checks at events and festivals over the last few years and the best one we've been doing was with, is with Hamilton Island and um, at race week um, there's over a 1,000 – people there and um we did 800 people this year um and last year we did 700 including prince frederick of denmark who um wow. came on shore specifically to get a check uh, you know i was only saying to the queen the other day i hate name droppers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you run, no, his, do you run a, his hands through your beard no i didn't actually get to meet him um oh. i had to fly back for our footy game we have an annual footy game for our mount wes and um and I had to fly back for that, but it, I did. I brought him up because um, his wife Mary was one of the first to see the ad that Wes was in, um, that was on the television for years and years. Um, and she watched that in Victorian Parliament for the first time for a public screening, and she was in tears. Um, and like on the front cover of the page of the paper the next day about watching Wes's story and um, it was just a really good moment to have Freddie come in and get checked. It was uh, a good yeah, little circle. Good. But um, basically out of that 700 last year, we found um, 532 suspect lesions, huge number. Wow. And, um, and 75 confirmed cases of melanoma. So out of a group of... Out of 700. That's... It's crazy. And we, our figures every time we do it are through the roof. Like over 15% of people will find something which could be life-threatening, which is ridiculous. So that's a stat that applies to the general population really. That's yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like we did one at um, the Australian Open of Surfing and people from all around the world were there for that kind of event um, and the numbers were, numbers were the same. So uh, this year we did biopsies. Um, so we did 400 and something biopsies on the spot, wow. which is so we're just waiting on those figures to come back. But we want to take that because it's undeniable that the results from that, uh, and we want to be able to take that to places like beaches, um, footy games in in the country, mm. like Birdsville races, mm. um, 
and bring it to places where people don't have access to proper services. But I, I take it that the testing now is like like most medical testing. It's a lot simpler now, a lot easier, a lot um, a lot smarter. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not always a hundred percent, which is really annoying. Um, it's really hard for doctors to be able to see to find everything, so they're not definitive. Mm. So it's um, still done by eye. It's, it's, uh, it's, we always try and use a dermatoscope, which can see into layers of your skin and you know be able to spot stuff a right. lot better. Mm. Um, but yeah, and they're just brought out. They've been testing blood samples, uh, taking blood samples from right. the immune system, which could be amazing because that would be so good to be able to just have a have a little prick. pinprick. Yeah, yeah. Right. and if we could do that, that would be amazing. So we could reach a whole lot more people by doing that. So uh, a portion of the money will go towards this national skin check program, and that might be enabling people like flying skin check doctors and. Um, organizations that we work with at Hamilton Island, um, they've got a whole another body and they're their own separate entity. So being able to fund their work. And then uh, the other portion would go towards our organization and the, that's the awareness side. Mm. So that'll be all about our, what we do on social media and how we sign up ambassadors and how we reach people through those one-on-one -on -one chats. Awesome. Have you had a skincare check, George? No, no I haven't. Ah. It, you've got a lot of skin <laughs> <laughs> to cover. That's very harsh. I was just thinking oh, I then. I have a lot of hair <laughs> and it covers a lot of skin. Ah, so, so it doesn't matter because like the skin doctor said to me, yeah. your head is one place that you don't think to check because it's covered with hair. Yeah. You, well, gotta, you reckon no, it can start there? It can. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you've got to check there as well. Oh, I was just thinking, you know, I mean, you, you have such a classical Ned Kelly look, right? And I was just thinking, I wonder, I wonder if they had the same problem back then in the 1800s. With sun? Uh, yeah? Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, they were covered with more hair because they had beards, they had long oh, hair. Yes. Well, they used to wear suits in the middle of the beach. So, you know, <laughs> it's like not. probably not as, as yeah, much right. because, you know, if you have got good clothing on, you yeah. know. So, um, so... How do people get in touch? How do they get on board? And how, how do they we... support you? Yeah, um, well, basically um, if you just search for Beard Season, you'll find us, um, beardseason.com and um, we're on Instagram, our probably biggest channel. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, Facebook and Twitter. And, and is, there a, is there a particular message that you can tell our, our glorious listeners you know, what, what's the message? You know, there's a lot to this and... Yeah, just know. get a check. Yeah. Don't even put it off. Don't go, yeah, I'll do it later. If yep. you're listening now, finish what you're doing and uh, and book it in. Go and see your GP or better still, your local dermatologist and make sure they do a thorough, proper check. Um, yep. I've walked into a doctor before and they've said, no, you're fine, mate. You've got dark skin. Don't worry about it. And I could, yeah. What? Just I like that? Really throttled him. Really? Um, but yeah, so make sure they do a proper check. And mm. if you're uncertain, get a second opinion. Um, and the things, and tell your friends and family to do the same because yep. losing a mate like that is just horrible. So, mm. and especially if your family members and stuff like that yeah. as well, even your kids. Um, yeah. And 
Uh, there's A, B, C, D, E warning signs, which I can... Yeah, t- yeah tell yeah. us, tell us. Yeah. Um, so you can do this with your partner, maybe on a Sunday afternoon. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, A stands for asymmetry, so if one side's different to the other. Yep. Border, if the border's all raggedy like a pirate map coastline, um, that's no good. Colour, if there's a couple of different colours in the one spot. And diameter, if the um, if it's broader than five mil, I think it is. And evolution, if it changes. So if you notice a change in some spots, then that's no good as well. That's but no, that's something that uh, everyone should know. Yeah, yeah. I know. And we don't. Yeah. And That's the first I've heard of that. Yeah. Mm. It's just, it's simple. It's, it should be up there with slip, slop, slap. So, should be. Um, yeah. But yeah, get, get a check. Yeah, get a check, uh, George. And if you want to get, on, get involved I'll, I'll, next I'll, winter, grow your beard and um, wear I'll, it with pride and tell as many people as you can to get a check. And, um, yeah. and yeah. If so, you've got a million bucks, uh, get in touch. Buy Jimmy's beard. Jimmy, yeah, if yeah, you want to buy Jimmy's beard, folks, <laughs> come through me first. <laughs> Starting price is 1.1. <laughs> so uh, we, we normally finish our episodes uh, with a, a favourite song. Have you? Did I mention that in my email to you? Have oh, you got a favourite wow. song? Or is there a song that you think is applicable to the organisation? Jeez. Not a Richard Branson song, please. Z- Although he did own Island Records for a while, didn't ZZ he? ZZ Top? We did mm-hmm. listen to that um, uh, instrumental piece that he did called something Bells. I'll find it. Yeah. We go out um, with that one? Or have you got something something in particular that, that Wes would like or you guys used to listen to? Or? What's that song? Check yourself. <laughs> <laughs> George does that a lot by himself. <laughs> no idea, mate. No idea. He's the music library. Yeah, we'll dig yeah. it up. I'll find a song. I'll yeah. find the appropriate. Check yourself. It's yeah. uh, they're the words. Yeah, I'll find it. <coughs> Don't worry, I'm a sleuth when it comes to music. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. That yeah. one. Oh yeah, not the oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah. All something right. like that. Jimmy. It's been a bloody pleasure. Hey, it has been <laughs> a bloody you. pleasure. Th- thanks for coming in and uh, and good luck with the with it. And uh, if there's anything we can do, we're always around. And just a tip for the future: next time you're standing off the rocks at uh, North, North Bondi and are about to be, you know, uh, photographed, <laughs> do it in your speedos. <laughs> No. It would look awesome. Tony, Tony Abbott's ruined that and many other things. Yeah. It's horrible. So. Yeah, it's, a, it's not But a I do know the guys from Budgie Smuggler, so... Um, yeah, well, there yeah. you go. But Potential I've never, sponsor, right? Yeah, no. I've, no, I don't wear Speedos. Mate, you, you have another place where you can smuggle a Budgie, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I right. need to get rid of this beer because it's pretty soon I, yeah, I won't have to wear Speedos. It'll be that long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no one wants that. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks a lot for Thank coming you. in, Jimmy.
yourself or you wreck yourself Cause I'm bad for your health I come real stealth Dropping bombs on your moms Fuck call arms Do a foul crime Mob that nigga with your outline So the full six So always let tricks know And friends know We got that endo No I'm not a sucker Sitting in a house of pain And no I'm not the butler I'll touch ya Headbutt ya You say you can't touch this And I wouldn't touch ya Punk motherfucker Here I let you know boy Oh boy I make dope But don't call me dope boy This ain't no fucking motion picture I got your bitch up My nigga get with ya And hit ya Taking that yak to the neck So you better run a shit So come on and tickety-tack yourself Before you wreck yourself Tickety-tack yourself Before you wreck yourself yeah, Come on, tack yourself Before you wreck yourself Cause shotgun bullets are bad for your health Tickety-tack And then they get played Cause they bitch made Pulling out a switchblade That's kinda trifle Cause that's an IFO AK-47 Assault rifle Hold the 50 I'm nifty pal Got a new style Watch out man. I hate motherfuckers Claiming that they folding bank But steady talking shit In the holding tank First you wanna step to me Now your ass screaming For the deputy They sing you to Charlie Baker Denver Now they running up In your slow Your guard Used to be the dumb one Now your name is just Twine. Switch it, snap it, rolling your eyes and neck. You better run a shit. So take it check yourself before you wreck yourself. Come on and check yourself before you begin to wreck yourself. So take it check yourself before you wreck yourself. Big dicks in your ass is bad for your health. Chicky check. Pump. Chicky check. Yeah. Yo, you're the niggas again, but yo, y'all need to check yourself. You know what I'm saying? Cause niggas is definitely going off. Word is born. Word is born. If you're foul, you better run a make on that license plate. You could have had a V8 instead of a Trey 8 slug to your cranium. I got six and I'm aiming them. Will I bust or keep your guessing? Cause fuck you when that shit just stressing. Bitch, get off the wood. You're no good. That goes the neighborhood hooker. Go ahead and keep your draws. Giving up the clap. And who needs applause at a time like this? Pop your coochie and your debt. Bitch, it's a Miami hurricane head. Sprung, niggas call her lips and lungs. Nappy duck out. Get the fuck out. Cause women like you gets no respect. Bitch, you better run a check. So you yourself before you break yourself. So take it check yourself before you wreck yourself. Come on and check yourself before you begin to wreck yourself. Cause bitches like you is bad for my health. So take it check yourself before you wreck yourself. So take it check yourself before you wreck yourself. Come on and check yourself before you begin to wreck yourself. So take it check yourself before you wreck yourself. So take it check yourself before you wreck yourself. Come on and check yourself before you begin to wreck yourself. Cause the lynch mob is bad for your health. Nine Trey, we mix. Old school tip. Yeah. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep them going.